A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Zone. If you've ever driven a tractor, you are her friend. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Oh, and there was a lot of tractor driving going on this weekend. A gorgeous weekend at that. Come on in, everybody. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yonke here on the radio. Happy to welcome you to a Monday, a day that's probably going to see a lot of our field work slow down just a little bit. We've had scattered showers that have moved into the state of Wisconsin basically overnight and more showers on the way today. Temperatures are still going to stay very mild. Cloudy skies today and 71 are expected high. Tomorrow, down to 55 degrees with a good 70% chance of rain on Tuesday. Wednesday, sunshine, 55. Thursday, partly sunny skies and 56 degrees. Really, it looks like the next 24 hours or so are the extent of the rainfall. But I'll let Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, bring you more of the weather details coming up. I'm bringing you details along with Mitch Brunig, who is the chair of the Dairy Innovation Hub. November 16th, up at UW-River Falls, they're having their third annual summit. What does the Dairy Innovation Hub have to tell dairy producers and consumers? We'll talk with Mitch about that this morning. Focus on your farm in 2022 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can help identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers save since 2001. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has a roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin. Then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. Recognizing leadership. We all do it. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee, the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Doesn't really matter where you're involved, be it agriculture, be it education, be it industry, being production. You recognize some of the best. And boy, during World Dairy Expo, we did just that. It wasn't cattle alone. It was also people. And Bob, I'll tell you, it is wonderful to see the leaders from Wisconsin that were recognized. Leaders from Wisconsin who affect dairy all over the world, Pam. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn and recognized as industry person of the year this year is our own Shelly Meyer, who's been head of the professional dairy producers of Wisconsin for a long time. But Shelly told us that, uh, you know, it's not working when you do something you love. And she said she's been in love with the dairy industry all her life. Well, I grew up on a dairy farm near Muscaday, Wisconsin. I was very, very fortunate. Um, we milked about 65 cows and I grew up in probably what would be per- the absolute perfect childhood of Western Wisconsin and showing cattle, 4-H, FFA. Those are things that have um, I owe a lot to. And then there, I went to UW-Madison and had the opportunity with great dairy science department, but there was a guy there named Dr. David Dixon, 
um, and he was a great mentor, judging coach, and uh, graduated from Madison. But before I got to Madison, I met a quite attractive uh, young dairyman from down by Slinger, and uh, he was as crazy about cows, and we shared a dream, and we wanted to farm. And that's where I eventually ended up. I married Dwight Meyer, and we now farm in southeastern Wisconsin, and we have lived our dream. It's been um, both challenging, which is what makes it worthwhile, and it's been very rewarding. We farm on what is his home farm. He's the sixth generation there, and we milk a barn load of registered um, brown Swiss, which would make both of our grandpas probably roll over in their grave, and a good herd of registered Holsteins. Industry Person of the Year is a wonderful honor from World Dairy Expo, but I know you'd be the first one to say you didn't do it alone. It is an industry that you've uh, helped lead, really, with professional dairy producers of Wisconsin. I guess my first question is, that's the name of this organization. When are you going to change it to Professional Dairy Producers of America? Because this is one of the most respected dairy-led organizations in the country. Well, first of all, you're exactly right that we are a dairy community and that um, nothing gets done any one single person in the dairy community. I mean, you know that when you work with cows, nothing gets done on the farm. If you try to do it yourself, you've got to collaborate. And the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin is what the organization started out in 1992. And if you listen closely and you watch the evolution, we haven't taken the W away because we think it's important to always remember where you've come from and the many people and the many industry collaborators that have grown the organization and producers. But we have dairy farm families from all across the country and for a long time we've been referred to and we claim the name um, registered trademark as Dairy's Professional Development Organization and it's our underpinning and everything goes back to education that's what we do so anybody in this dairy community should feel that there's a seat at the table for them it's a place where we can continue to improve our skills learn grow learn from one another and ultimately come together and collaborate in growing our community and this uh, organization has grown because of the dairy farmer leaders. You're, you're at the top as far as the chain of command, but I know you sit at the table equally with these uh, dairy farmers and dairy farm women that have a, an awful lot of good ideas about the dairy industry and, and how to make it stronger and better going forward. I've never sat at the top. It's kind of like on the farm where things flow downhill. I have had the opportunity to work for the best and the brightest fellow dairy farmers there are anywhere on this planet. And that board is a very engaging, hands-on board of directors. And my job was just to try to help them get done what they saw as the vision, the need, and the mission of the organization. And so simply, and that's why it feels so weird, um, this recognition just seems so um, uncomfortable for me because I have been paid to do a job and to work with what I think are the coolest, most clever, bright business people that you're going to find and my friends. And really it hasn't been work. I've had the opportunity to serve the people that I respect and love the most, including being a fellow dairy farmer. A lot of what I did in a lot of those days was all about serving the people that I call family. And as uh, you look at this award, It'll, it's an award you will share, you alluded to that, but, but how will you share this and let the members of the PDPW board and family express your gratitude that you, you are the one honored, but uh, they're the ones that uh, are recognized. I think that is exactly the best way to say it, that um, they selected a person to represent the work of many. 
and it's not been my work it's been the work of the dairy community and when you look at a sector of the country like Wisconsin um, we represent America when we're abroad and it's you know I deflect the, all of the honor on to the people that really make it happen and when you talk about an community being strong, it's because of individual farm families that made investments. It's about processors who stayed here and who made investments. It's about the consumer that has the confidence to um, take our product and give it to their family. That's what it's about. This is a day and time and it's an opportunity to say thank you, but I think it's more important that we continue to be future ready and we work together to make sure that the next generation has something better than what we had to build on. And that's what I'm most excited about. Today's a day and time, but I'm excited about tomorrow and help our industry continue to learn, grow, and be future ready. And going back to the early days of the professional dairy producers of Wisconsin, I had the honor to MC, I think, the, the fir very first PDPW conference uh, in Madison at uh, the Align Energy Center, which wasn't the Align Energy Center back then. But uh, I guess you could say for this organization, you've come a long way, baby, and you don't do that unless it's real. There is a lot of realness that comes down to it, and um, success never comes before work except for in the dictionary, and it's been a work of a lot of volunteers. When you think about it, I mean, the board of directors, these are farmers that are really into the grind of their day-to-day -day businesses, and they take time to sit and to strategically plan about what they can do to make the world better for others. And that's what's always been my motivation. I think of the founders like Al Kepke, and I think of some of the board members. I can I, I picture their families and their faces every morning when I wake up, and I don't go to work. I have an opportunity to serve good people, and that's the best thing about it. But this organization has come a long ways, but we continue as a sector, a family. I don't care if they're not PDPW members at all. There's farm families that get up every single day, put everything they have to it, and we're always in pursuit of being better. Everybody is on a cycle of continual improvement, and I'm not sure if every um, executive and every person that goes to work every day has that mentality, but I can tell you my fellow dairy farmers all across this country, that's what we're made of. And you really, the organ as an organization, you put your not only your money where your mouth is, your efforts where your mouth is. I think one of the latest successes that PDPW has been a big part of, the Dairy Innovation Hub here at the three major ag universities in Wisconsin, at Madison, Platteville, and River Falls. You have to be proud of that and how that's developing because that's going to make a difference once it really gets rolling. That was an industry effort, but it is going to touch every single person who consumes a product, a protein, from the dairy sector. And it's all about putting money behind research so that we come up with discoveries that help solve tomorrow's problems. And that is what I'm excited about. The, the board of directors with PDPW worked four and a half years prior to that coming to fruition. We heard no a thousand times, but we just kept pushing at it. And I am very proud of the people that had the vision, the audacity to ask for something that was unprecedented. And it is truly for the betterment of everybody. The state of Wisconsin will benefit from this first because where the discoveries are made, we get that information first. But when you think about the people all the way around the world whose children will benefit from having a better nutrition, better protein, how we'll take care of our water here better, we'll be able to analyze and use data better, we'll come up with new discoveries that help um, with nutrition and us to benefit as humans. It's, it's just the way we're supposed to be. It is to come up with an idea and push hard and make it happen, even when people say it's impossible, to make it possible. And that the Dairy Innovation Hub is brilliant minds, but they were people that, I mean, it took our legislature 
to, to make that decision to go ahead. This was the best example that I had in my entire career of how everybody pulled in the right direction for something so much bigger and so much better than themselves, and it is going to have a long-term impact on the dairy industry. I am proud to have at least been a part of that project along the way. Well, you should be, and maybe we'll change our license plates to the world's dairy land because it's not just milk production, as you said. It's feeding the world, and the dairy industry is going to be part of that. Shelly Meyer, the industry person of the year at this year's World Dairy Expo, and I know when they take the picture of the award winners, I'm sure you'd love to have every member of PDPW standing there with you, accepting this award with you. Absolutely, and it's, it is about all those farm families across not only Wisconsin but across the country that are a part of professional dairy producers, but moreover the future to come that continues to subscribe to I want to be a part of the dairy sector. I wish that we could have this picture that would go on forever. I don't know how you would do that, but that's what I picture every single day when I wake up. Well, you've got a vision for the future. You might come up with an answer for that. Again, another well-deserved award and recognition here at World Dairy Expo in 2022. The Industry Person of the Year, Shelley Meyer, who's the head of the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin, but first and foremost, a dairy farmer, and proud of that with all her colleagues here in Wisconsin. Hi, Bob Osold. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. What QC Kinetics is doing for people here is nothing short of amazing. I'm talking real, lasting relief from joint pain. Hey, it's Ebo. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments with advanced regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. Now, if you're living with joint pain from injury or arthritis, don't let them tell you steroids and pain meds and surgery are your only options. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis and been told you need a replacement. Call QC Kinetics now for an alternative way to deal with the pain. These amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well, like a torn meniscus or a rotator cuff. Again, pick up the phone and call QC Kinetics now. Don't keep living with that pain. Learn how regenerative medicine can give you your life back with no drugs and no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. 608-319-1750. 608-319-1750. That's QC Kinetics. 608-319-1750. Are you looking for something special? Something right for your needs? What about something with performance backed by unique germplasm? Well, we're here to help you find a soulmate for your soil. Your soil mate. With AgriGold, enjoy a seed made so specifically for your soil it feels like fate. And with a team that's with you every step of the way, it's never been easier. Find your soil mate at chooseagrigold.com. Experienced electricians, come join our team. Here's Dan, a commercial journeyman forever ready electric. Family company, they take care of people, they take care of their workers. There's a lot of benefits to working forever ready, including the fact that when you work on your education, they do reimburse you for that time. They're very good about sick time and very good about family. Competitive wages, great atmosphere, great benefits. Apply at everreadyelectric.net. For all your electrical needs, we are ever ready. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And time for us to find out what's coming our way weather-wise this week. It's a Compure Financial Ag Weather Monday, and our man, Stumach Ag Meteorologist, is joining us live this morning. So what'd you do this weekend with all that beautiful weather? <laughs> 
I tried to make the house look like I live here. <laughs> I Yeah, that it did seem like this was uh, the calling for many of us over the weekend. And maybe getting something ready outside for uh, maybe the holidays so you don't have to futz around with it after the, uh, s- the weather changes. Uh, you said you also got an auction snuck in, huh? Yeah, we had an auction yesterday. Sold a whole bunch of farm toys mm. and uh, a lot of Hot Wheel cars this guy collected. It was a really big Sunday afternoon. Kind of cool. There's, uh, I'm glad to know there's still interest in that because I got a whole bunch myself that someday may have to hit the marketplace. So when as we long as you had as long as you haven't had them out in the sandbox and played with them, Pam, they <laughs> ought to be all right. Yeah, well, and believe me, I have a, a nephew that uh, very much would have rather been doing that than watching them on a shelf. So let's uh, pivot and talk a little bit about the real world uh, machinery that's been rolling out there. It sounds like today and tomorrow we maybe get a chance to take a breath, huh? Yeah, we may have to slow down a little bit. I mean, there's been a little rain. I've got Madison at six hundredths of an inch, four hundredths of an inch at Fond du Lac. None of that's working out to be anything. Uh, Reedsburg, fifteen hundredths of an inch. So there's been some rain. We do have a warm front lifting through from southwest Wisconsin this morning, and that's accounted for some scattered areas of light rain from southwest into eastern Wisconsin, off in the north as well. Well, there could actually be a thunderstorm that might rumble in your Madison area here in an hour or so. I wouldn't expect it to turn out to be much, but that's just a warm front moving in. A cool front will follow it up, and that's going to lead to a little more rain chance again. And that could be something we talk about uh, even at La Crosse by quite late this afternoon. Elsewhere overnight, lasting into Tuesday, there'll be another round of that rain, especially in eastern Wisconsin late Tuesday night, early Wednesday. I'd say rain amounts are going to start adding up even in pretty easily in the quarter to half inch range or a bit more if we hear some thunder. I'll have, a for- I'll have that forecast detail right after this. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has the roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin, then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. It's inevitable. If you're involved with farming, there's always a risk for injury or worse. That's why the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance are teaming up to bring a video safety series through the month of October called Rooted in Farm Safety. Each week, a new video will be released focusing on how you can be safer on the farm. Be sure to visit MidwestFarmReport.com or Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook for the full videos. Yeah, we got uh, just a one rainfall reporter so far this morning. Stu Dan down in Caledonia, Illinois, got four tenths of an inch of rain. It it's not going to be a real measurable rain, is it? Well, not not right now. Tonight, tomorrow morning could add up a little bit more. That's why I kind of talked about that that half inch range. The thunderstorm could push it up closer to an inch. So I think tomorrow we'll hear about more rain measurements, and that chance kind of lingers toward early Wednesday. Let's talk about it today. Mostly cloudy, scattered showers ending from west to east as we head through the morning. And I expect temps still sound pretty fine. Not warming a lot at La Crosse, you know, in the upper 60s, more likely lower 70s further east. And those south winds kind of strong today, near 15 and 30 miles per hour. Cloudy, some showers developing in later tonight. And I'd expect overnight lows down in the low 50s. South winds 10 to 20 could still gust near 30. 
Now we start to dry it out Tuesday, mostly cloudy. Showers again later in the day, especially south and east parts of Wisconsin. Lower 50s for highs. There's our cool down. The northwest winds 5 to 15. And then Wednesday, some morning clouds. It clears out, becoming sunny across the state. Mid 60, mid 50s at best with the northwest winds at 5 to 15. And we stay on the cooler side, mid and upper 50s here, Pam, right to the weekend. But at least it does dry out as we look toward Wednesday and there on out. All right, good enough. Thanks, Stu. Talk to you tomorrow. See you later. Stumach, our Ag Meteorologist, with your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Remember, you can find your partner in rural life and ag lending at Compure.com. Coming up, we're talking a little bit about the upcoming Dairy Innovation Hub Summit. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you looking for something special? Something right for your needs? What about something with performance backed by unique germplasm? Well, we're here to help you find a soulmate for your soil. Your soil mate. With AgriGold, enjoy a seed made so specifically for your soil, it feels like fate. And with a team that's with you every step of the way, it's never been easier. Find your soil mate at chooseagrigold.com. Is your biggest fear of having dermal filler in the face looking overdone? You are not alone. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Dermal filler treatments at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie restore fullness and fill in wrinkles in areas of the face, such as the cheeks, under eyes, lips, and around the mouth. It's very difficult to look overdone with non-surgical dermal fillers due to the amount that's typically injected. Did you know that one syringe of filler equals one-fifth of a teaspoon? One fast food ketchup packet is equivalent to eight syringes. As long as your treatment is performed by a skilled medical professional, you should have the natural-looking results you desire. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. You would never overpay for something if you knew you could get the product for much less elsewhere. Much like you wouldn't pay $6 a gallon for gas if the pump down the street was charging the fair market price of $4, would you? So why pay more than MSRP on your next Chevy truck? Bergstrom Chevrolet is a local, family-owned company that values your dollar as much as you do, so you never pay above manufacturer's suggested retail price. And Bergstrom has the inventory to fill your fleet or fix you up with the truck that's going to pull your toys. So go ahead, shop around, and compare that final cost. If the guys down the street are blowing smoke up your tailpipe, jacking up the price on their Chevy trucks stop by Bergstrom Chevrolet where you never get charged over MSRP Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank we make it easy to access the bankers you know bankers who listen to your goals then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters virtually or in person we're here when you need us to learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
You're no stranger to hard work and eating right, but your abs are more like flabs. Carbon World Health offers MSculpt, an FDA-approved treatment for men who want to transform their physique. One session is equivalent to 20,000 crunches without the painful recovery. Melt fat, build and tone muscle, then start getting the results you're looking for. MSculpt at Carbon World Health. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. It's Preston from Window World. I hear too many stories of people being held hostage through a three-hour window appointment and pressured to sign now for a project that's worth a small fortune. At Window World, we take as much or as little time as you have and provide a clear, easy-to-read estimate right on the spot. Don't think your window project is out of reach because some companies ruined your experience. Call the best value in your area. Window World. Call Window World. You'll be glad you did. Because of you, someone gets to go home instead of working a double. Because of you, call lights will be answered a little bit faster. Because you are the Bright Star in that facility. Bright Star Medical Staffing is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes providing the highest quality temporary staff means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Blake, who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, I appreciated the emailed estimate and text message communication about the repairs. Thanks, Blake. Schedule your appointment, tomsautocenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center. We're the getter, fix, getter, done to get you going, guys. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. This is all what you see on paper or with the naked eye while watching games. What did you see on Twitter? Now, on Twitter, there are different uh, computer programs, algorithms, and people out there that run these different things. And they use these different factors that they put into these algorithms. And then they kind of spit out how these teams have performed. Now, there were four different ones that I saw. One of them... They call it like four. the it, it is a it was an algorithm where they put every team in there and it was like the four factors on every outcome of that can happen. So when you have the football, you can what score points, you can turn the football over, you can punt. There's four there's four outcomes, four factors that can happen. They throw all these things in and how you've done and what's expected and they spit them out. The Green Bay Packers in there for how bad they've played. There's 32 teams in the NFL. Last time I checked for their outcomes. And how it's been derived, they still were 14th. That's still middle of the road. And I feel like when you're talking about the fact that the NFL allows 12 teams into the postseason, and that's a little less than a little less than half the teams, they're a borderline playoff team, and they've played like ass this year. And the, according well, to these four different outcomes. Here's the thing that's concerning about it, though. We thought this was the easy part of the schedule, and this is when they're playing ass is against these perceivably beatable teams, and they but, stink. But that's not the only one. Then there's another one where <laughs> it's it's EPA and how they've kind of played in their efficiency and uh, everything like that. The Green Bay Packers, EPA-wise, they came in as okay, 12. What's your eyes telling you, though? 
They're telling me that they that no, no, they're not putting when it together, and it's a little dis dysfunctional. But that's what I'm saying. There's room to grow. The EPA is even saying it's not even as bad. They were rated like the 12th best team, which in the NFL for what we expected is terrible. And that's what I'm saying is that these guys have room to improve. Yet it's not like they're the 25th ranked team when it comes to all these. Now yeah, there's they're, a, they're three and three, and they just lost to two teams from New York. Here's that have a pulse in a like, decade. I like the stats that try to make you feel like you it'll turn around and be better. But when I look at look at the Packers, they look like they suck. Well, looking at the defense and assuming everyone, I think they can turn the offense around. Rodgers is going to improve. Once Rodgers plays better, that's a different story. There's another one out there where they they throw all these. He's into MVP the for time. And it was the how the market derives your team, as in like kind of through Vegas and and looking at it. Now I know that the public and. Green Bay is more of a public team, but they can they can always kind of uh, have teams trend up a little higher than what they actually think they are. But the, the market-derived team tiers, Green Bay is eighth. Like, I saw these four different, four different um, metrics used, and they threw them all out. Green Bay was anywhere from 8 to 14 on every single one of them, yet we think they've played bad because our eyes have told us that they've played bad but I don't think it's actually as bad as it, it seems. I don't know, the Jet game is pretty when bad. When you're no, looking at some of the analytics. A Jet game is terrible. And they haven't, even, they haven't even caught their stride yet. I'm not sounding the alarm. I'm saying but it. But what if they never do? Aaron Rodgers isn't washed. I love Rodgers. What if Devontae Campbell Rogers keeps playing around. like a liability? What if Quay Walker keeps playing like a liability? Now, clearly, He's, if they continue to play this way where... Devondre Campbell lose on is Sunday? not Devondre Campbell 2021 or the offensive line never gets fixed. Clearly they're going to be at an eight and nine team or a nine and eight team. But I think they do figure it out. Do I think they win 13 games? No, that's a tall test. It's only one more loss the rest of the season, but not to make the postseason and to completely fall apart, even though you've struggled this badly through the naked to the I naked eye on paper. I think everyone's sounding the alarm. We had people writing freaking novels. I think they almost wrote a book about it on their Twitter saying, hey, they need to trade Rodgers. This team stinks. The window's closed. It's over. Well, your dissertation is as long as theirs, Rowdy. Their and novel- I'm saying I'm not sounding the alarm. I'm not freaking out. Uh, that's great. Uh, the analytics, I love it. The analytics if they lose Sunday, though, then you're going to. If they lose Sunday, what are you going to say? Well, okay, how about this? You don't have to go on a long rant about it, but just keep it short. Well, I did say uh, my my alarm from 4 out of 10 would be going up to 8 out of 10 if they can't beat the Commanders. Oh, yeah. it's a 10 out of 10 if they lose in Washington. But they lose the, the Commanders don't have a pulse. What about this? Hey, so, they're better with Tyler Heineken than they're that third Carson Wentz. Would you talk about sports and analytics? The they're analytics, for nerds. The analytics in baseball would tell you that hitting home runs and striking out is actually more inducive to winning more games and scoring more points. Sp- scoring right. more runs, but you don't like that. It doesn't appeal to your eye, correct? Uh, I, I disagree. That's a longer conversation. We've already been in a long conversation, but yeah. I would say for the most need a part, here. people would say home run strikeouts. It doesn't appeal to watching the game, even though it might help your team actually win more. Some dingers through analytics. If you need to know about farming, then you need to know Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Another mild Monday on the way. 71 are expected high, but rain is going to be hitting us on and off all day long into the evening hours and again on Tuesday. Tuesday's highs dropped down to 55. Glad you're along with us. I'm Pam Yonke. Today, the 24th day of October. Let's see. What can I tell you? First, on this day back in 1933, Amelia Earhart visited Janesville. She spoke to the Janesville Women's History Club as part of their 
anniversary celebration. Four years later is when Amelia Earhart disappeared as she tried to fly across the Pacific Ocean. But she was in Janesville on this day back in 1933. On this day in 1926, Harry Houdini made his last performance at the Garrick Theater in Detroit, Michigan. He would pass away on Halloween from a burst appendix. But he did his last performance on this day back in 1926. And happy 75th birthday to actor Kevin Klein. And now you know. Well, we know that the harvest continues to roll around the state of Wisconsin. We've been touching base with a lot of our grain elevators to find out about the quality of the crop. I spoke with Dylan Beaver from Cottage Grove, and he said, so far things look very, very good. Yeah, I'd say across our territory today, we're probably looking at about 70 to 75 percent. With this weather swing here, we've had an opportunity to cut some beans the last few days, and I think we'll we'll see this, this bean crop really come in hard here over the weekend and and wrap up. Mm-hmm. No quality issues on those beans. Uh, moistures are looking good. Everybody happy with uh, no, I'm assuming no foreign matter this year. Yeah, overall, the bean crop looks really healthy this year. Uh, really great quality, heavy test weight, and, and really nice moisture. And what about corn? I know we've kind of said that's kind of been standing, trying to continue to dry down. Have you seen much corn? Yeah, we've dumped a little bit of corn here with the weather switch. Uh, some guys dropped the bean head and, and moved over to corn. Um, Quality-wise, the t- test weight is there, and it is a little bit wet yet, um, so they're going to let it stand here, I'm guessing, for a few more days before they really get after it. Dylan Beaver, one of the commodity managers in Cottage Grove, speaking to us, obviously, before the beautiful weekend, so we know those harvest numbers have gone up as far as covered acres and the amount of bushels that have been delivered. We'll be touching base with those folks again later today. And don't forget, John Heinberg, market advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, joining us live tomorrow morning. Our commodities are lower as we get started on a Monday morning. Numbers are next. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has a roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin. Then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller milk receiver pump, patented by McFin Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry.
So on Friday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped five and a half to 209. 40 pound black cheese was unchanged at 205 and three quarters. Double A butter unchanged, 320 a pound. This morning in Chicago, December corn's down five and a half cents at 678. November beans are down 14 cents at 1381. December wheat's down nine and a half at 841 a bushel. Dow Jones Industrial Average also down more than 130 points as we get started this morning. Hey, you know, the month of October is known for Halloween, but it should also be remembered as National Pork Month. Wisconsin still celebrates. That's according to Carrie Retallick, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Pork Association. And they're trying to entice consumers into their celebration with a celebrat promotion. Wisconsin continues to really celebrate October Pork Month. We have a program in going on throughout the state right now called Celebrate, and what it is is there's participating uh, small meat processors throughout the state that have cards that consumers can purchase, and if they purchase five pounds or more of brats at their store, they get punches for each pound. And then what they can do is they can submit that back, and they send that back to the Wisconsin Pork Association office, and they are put into a drawing for gift certificates for additional pork products at one of the participating meat processors. Carrie Retallick, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Pork Association and their Celebrate Festival that's happening through the end of the month. If you submit your punch cards after purchasing those brats, you can win a half a hog or $100. Want to find out what participating processors are near you? Go to the Wisconsin Pork Association's website. That's WPPA.org. WPPA.org. And it doesn't look like we're going to see any relief anytime soon on egg prices. The latest update from the U.S. Department of Agriculture shows that egg production across the United States slowed down in September. Here in the state of Wisconsin, we had about 144 million eggs that were produced in September. That's about 14% less than last year and down 4% compared to August. Nationwide, our chickens produced about 8.83 billion eggs But that's down 3% compared to last year as the industry continues to make its way through another bout of highly pathogenic avian influenza. Well, coming up next, uh, they have been at it for more than three years. Coming up with new leaders for the dairy industry in Wisconsin. New ideas on where our dairy products could take us. Will it be pharmaceuticals? Will it be non-food applications? The Dairy Innovation Hub getting ready for its third annual summit at UW-River Falls talking about it next with their chair, Mitch Brunig from Roxbury. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you looking for something special? Something right for your needs? What about something with performance backed by unique germplasm? Well, we're here to help you find a soulmate for your soil. Your soil mate. With AgriGold, enjoy a seed made so specifically for your soil, it feels like fate. And with a team that's with you every step of the way, it's never been easier. Find your soil mate at chooseagrigold.com. Huh, nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, 
a dead giveaway that it's a floor, but it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It really is a gem, not just here in Wisconsin, but across the upper Midwest, the Dairy Innovation Hub. It's something now that's been around a couple years. We've seen some products as far as uh, research development, and more importantly, we've seen very interested researchers looking towards the Midwest and our dairy industry. Mitch Reinig's a dairy producer himself with Mystic Valley Farms, which he owns and operates, and he's also kind of the chair of the Dairy Innovation Hub, keeping an eye over things. So let's talk a little bit about how these past couple of years, in your opinion, have gone, Mitch. I think when we get started with the Dairy Innovation Hub, it was kind of hard to get your arms around. How do you feel about it today? Well, I think it's been uh, really a successful launch of a, a program that, you know, three years ago didn't exist. Um, as, as we look back and the reason, you know, sort of the Dairy Innovation Hub came about is, you know, it, it really was about the faculty at the different universities retiring and not having budgets available to to replace them. And, and we, you know, kind of had a critical look at that and said, you know, we won't notice these people missing today, but 20 years from now, you know, kind of the Wisconsin dairy industry will look different if we don't replace these people. And so we got a lot of people to, to sort of feel the same way we did and, and push forward. And, you know, in three years, we've hired 15 new faculty across three campuses and have, you know, over a hundred research projects going And all this sort of happened what COVID was going on, which makes it just truly remarkable. Absolutely. And we need to remind people, in case you're under the impression that the Dairy Innovation Hub is just about coming up with uh, new dairy products, that is exactly almost the opposite of its impetus. Some of the research projects that are being looked at, Mitch, actually make people turn their heads when you think about where dairy can go. Yeah, you know, we, we really have three pri- or four priority areas, you know, Land and water stewardship, which is really, really important to, you know, everybody in the state of Wisconsin and across the country because we want to, you know, produce our food, but we don't want to, you know, ruin the environment at the same time. So how can we, you know, synergistically look together? Animal health and welfare, you know, how can we best take care of our cows, uh, you know, so that they have a, a great life? And, 
And the part that I think is probably really interesting is the human health and nutrition. You know, what part of this wonderful dairy products that we produce, you know, actually can be a superfood or help, you know, people improve their health. And, and I think uh, finding those new products are going to be really exciting. Now, again, if you're not familiar, the Dairy Innovation Hub, as Mitch pointed out, came to pass because of a $7.8 million per year commitment from the state of Wisconsin. It involves the UW-Madison, UW-Platteville, UW-River Falls campuses in support of our dairy industry. On November 16th, they're headed to my alma mater, UW-River Falls, for their third annual summit. And Mitch, that's something that is free and open to anybody. I really encourage dairy producers that haven't had a brush with the Dairy Innovation Hub yet to get there. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's going to be kind of that sneak peek of the research and stuff that's going on. And, you know, one of the cool things about, you know, this research happening in Wisconsin is we're, we're sort of the first ones to get to know about it and, and sort of get to digest it sooner than people around the, you know, literally the rest of the world. So it's an opportunity to, to sort of, you know, talk to these researchers, ask the questions that, you know, are burning as to why, you know, why they're doing the research they're doing and what outcomes um, they've already found. And, you know, based on how the world has sort of changed, there's also an online opportunity to, to sort of look at it, too. So if you're in, you know, southeast Wisconsin and River Falls, sounds like it's a long way away, you know, you're more than welcome to, to tune in and, and watch it on Zoom and and get all that information so we encourage you to, to, to get there if you can, but there's also an opportunity to watch it online. Absolutely. Dairyinnovationhub.wisc.edu will get you there. You know, you mentioned the researchers that are going to be presenting, Mitch. For some of us that are a little long in the tooth, you need to understand these are fresh new faces taking a look at dairy, in some cases, for the very first time. Not all these people come from a dairy science background. Yeah, you know, one of the things that the Dairy Science or the Dairy Innovation Hub was able to sort of look at is, you know, we've got all these departments on these campuses, you know, biological systems, engineering, food science, nutritional sciences, and can we get those people in those departments actually working on, you know, dairy things as opposed to, you know, other things? And a lot of times it takes the money to, to help generate or stimulate that sort of research angle and that's what the Dairy Innovation Hub has been able to do. And one of the other things that I think is, is a truly awesome part of the Dairy Innovation Hub is the collaboration amongst the uh, campuses. You know, if you'd have rolled the clock back to, you know, sort of 2016, you know, the people at Platteville and River Falls and Madison, you know, they sort of knew the people that were out at those schools, but they didn't necessarily uh, – you know, have a working understanding of what they were doing and stuff. And and now we have a monthly call between the deans of those three campuses, you know, interacting and talking about what's happening on their campuses. And, and you know, kind of two things are important about that. They're understanding what's going on. It sort of took the silos down. But also, you know, we don't want to have the same sort of research project going on at both campuses if if at all possible, you know, we're going to work on this and they're going to work on this and we don't overlap. You know, and the other thing about that collaboration, Mitch, is Dairy Innovation Hub looks at it as a brain trust, 
uh, research support, and there has been capital investment that those campuses can't uh, look away from, too. Right. You know, the, it's been an opportunity to sort of, you know, bring some of the sort of physical plant up to speed to, to be able to open up and, and do the research. And it, it's really, to me, it's just fascinating. You know, Platteville and River Falls had sort of been, they've always been viewed as teaching schools. So, you know, take the information that was maybe uh, researched at other places and apply it to the students and teach it there. And, and we've opened up the ability for them to actually do research on both of those campuses as well. And that not only benefits the, you know, the faculty and that campus, but think of the opportunity that it opens up for the undergrad students that are able to maybe even participate in some of those labs and be on the ground floor doing research as an undergrad. Just a unique opportunity that wasn't available four to five years ago. Right, and keeping that homegrown talent hopefully right here. Again, Mitch Brunig's along with us. He's kind of the chair of the Dairy Innovation Hub. Remember, their third annual Dairy Summit on the UW-River Falls campus, November 16th. Find details on how you can attend or get connected via the Internet dairyinnovationhub.wisc.edu. And Mitch, I want to go back to what I kind of started with. $7.8 million per year from the state of Wisconsin dedicated to the Dairy Innovation Hub. And one of the first conversations you and I had was continuously making sure that dairy farmers are touching base with what's being done through the Dairy Innovation Hub and talking about it with their elected officials because we're grateful for the support, but we know it can go away. Yeah, you know, one of the great things about this Dairy Innovation Hub is is that the way it was set up, you know, it, it wasn't just one campus. It was multiple campuses. You know, so, so multiple citizens in the state of Wisconsin really have the opportunity to benefit. In fact, every citizen, I think, has the opportunity to benefit. And it really becomes, you know, less partisan and and really an opportunity for all the citizens to really look and say, you know, this is our flagship industry in the state of Wisconsin, and we're going to reinvest in it, not only in brick and mortar, but actually the people that are going to do the things. And because, you know, that that's kind of the part that was missing. We had a lot of brick and mortar, but, you know, all of a sudden there just weren't the people inside the brick and mortar to do the work, and we've reinvested in those people. And... Another interesting thing is as we've done these searches, you know, goal number one is we thought we want someone from anywhere around the world who's the number one person in that research field to come to Wisconsin and and be the, you know, keep Wisconsin the leader because the number one person in that field is in the state of Wisconsin working on that project. Right. And uh, we've got them, and we're getting more. Mitch, I appreciate it. Mitch Brunig, again, joining us, a dairy producer himself, and uh, involved in the ground floor discussions as the Dairy Innovation Hub came together. Now getting ready to celebrate their third annual summit, bringing all this information together in one place. November 16th, UW-River Falls campus. As I said, it is free to anybody that wants to see how this program, this uh, cohesive network is working. Again, dairyinnovationhub.wisc.edu. From the southern end of the world's